cap Me and your big homie go back Your homie don't rap You don't know me like that Like who's here when I need a shoulder to lean on I hope you're here when I need a demons to be gone And it's not fair that I had to fight them all on my own Like who's here when I need a shoulder to lean on I hope you're here when I need a demons to be gone And it's not fair that I had to fight them all on my own I go hard in them pain. Let you stank it. What the what the thank it? I won't die for it. So what the fuck I said? Front yard, broad day. See Gucci, that's my Gucci, that's my Gucci. I hang in the jail with them hit squad. Walk a flock of flame on the hood, on the hood. Riding real slow, bending corners. Got a main a couple of girlfriends, I'm so rich, keep my dick hard, and keep me sick, you get bills free, shouting no joking, and what I stand for, bricks for, I'ma die for this shouting, man, I swear to God, in the trap, with some, with some, with some hood, where you at, where you trapped, hood, 300, put that, that on my hood, I go hard, I go hard in the A bar. Don't play, boy. Album on the way, boy. First name, multi platinum, last name, triple threat. Seven years in the game, and I ain't even finished yet. Raining princess from the A, and ain't nobody blocking that. This is for my girls who be pop, pop, popping that. That's my motherfucking partner. Shoot. To it, baby. I'm back, baby. I missed y'all too. You know what I'm talking about? Whole new year, man. Had to bring the show back between the lines. I was missed out there. I know it because everybody was telling me, and I was missing y'all too. So I ain't gonna act like it was just one sided. Hope y'all had uh good holidays, some good new year festivities going on. Oh man, there's been a lot going on in the world in general, though. A lot of changes to a lot of stuff, man. We're gonna get into it. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, too. Lady J, hit him with that good stuff for me real quick. All right. If this is your first time tuning in to JQLM Radio or the show and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM Radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also listen live via Amazon, Alexa, TuneIn app, Stream a Simple Radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find on our website where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. And don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Ego Entertainment Network at egoentnet, that's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T, and on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So we ain't going to waste no time. We're going to get right into the topic, man. 
I want to I want to talk about uh this Antonio Brown situation, man. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it or not. Marcel, what up, Shotty? Tiffany Rochelle, what up, Shotty? Y'all good? I see y'all in the comments early. I appreciate it. But yeah, man, let's talk about this Antonio Brown situation. So if those of y'all who don't know who Antonio Brown is, he's a wide receiver in the NFL. Um, he started his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, had some issues over there. Got traded to the Raiders. Had some issues over there. Uh, got traded to New England Patriots. Had some issues over there. <laughs> then he went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he he's known to have had like off the field issues and uh, just issues with authority. Period, man. So um, he been bumping heads everywhere he went, man. But and a lot of people saying like, oh, he just got mental issues and stuff like that. But other people think it's some uh, other than that. Like, as far as, like, early onset CTE, um, I don't know if y'all know what that is or not, but it's like uh, it's like a concussion. Uh, and mostly NFL players sustain that type of injury, uh, and it don't, it don't lead to them being able to function well later in life. So it's a few things going on, but it's also some other talkings about the situation that occurred the last thing. So he basically the last game he played, he was playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And um, it was something where he's supposed to have been injured and whatnot. And the coach was like, no, nah, go in the game anyway or something like that. But he was telling him he was injured. So he was like, I like I ain't going in. Then. Like and then I guess the coach was like, if you ain't going to go in, get up out of here. So Antonio Brown took off his whole uniform like mid game. <laughs> Mid game and threw it on the on the uh the, the benches, and like walked off uh, applauding the crowd and just doing his whole Antonio Brown extra stuff, and it was crazy because they never seen a player like quit in the middle of the game, like on the field, like on the sideline on the field, but he quit in the middle of the game, man. It's just been a lot of talks about it. So you know, Lady J pop on up in here, man. Let me holler at you. Uh, yeah, that sounds. Oh no, get out of here! No, get out of here! <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> that sounds real bogus to me. Um, in the middle of the game, man. Which that's part? Rough. That's rough. Um, I mean, now I don't know. Listen, here's the thing. Okay, you walk away or walk off because of something like that. But meanwhile, while they were calling for all the players to walk off at one time for a cause, nobody wanted to do that. But that's what happens, though, when you get into um, fame and things of that sort, and especially if you have, like, mental health issues and, and all of that. I mean, that stuff seems to consume you. You know, I'm going to take those issues, maybe those underlying issues, to another level. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that the NFL especially um, needs to do a better job at supporting and offering help to their, I'll say, supporting and requiring for their players to um, at least see a therapist um, consistently. I don't care if it's once a month, you know what I'm saying, once every two weeks and things of that sort uh, to kind of help them maneuver through, one, the change from one lifestyle to another, and then two, mm -hmm. to um, maintain any underlying uh, mental health issues that they may have before they even came into the NFL. Because a lot of, a lot of, let's just be honest, a lot of African-American young men, when they get into the NFL, they go to the NFL, it's always um, an opportunity for them to, like, do better, come up, get out the hood, help their family, and all kind of stuff. That's their focus. But as soon as, and they want all these things that they never had before because they attribute their value to money or materialistic things versus who they truly are. Okay. And some people, some people were saying like, Oh, when he got with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's like, Oh, they, it's only a matter of time before he do some erratic, you know what I'm saying? So they was kind of expecting it. But the thing that I see is wild about the situation is there's known facts that the coach didn't already like him from the beginning. 
like the the coach that coached the team now already like didn't like him from a previous team where they was uh working together and and it was just known. So I, I don't know if the coach handled the situation right or what happened before the game or in practice earlier that week with that led up to that busting a pipe like that. But I mean that that was clearly like too much at that point. And there was also talks of like like money money involved because um, I don't know if you know, but in the NFL, they give you clauses in your contract where if you get a certain amount of yards that season, you get a bonus. And he was close to his yards that he was going to get to get his bonus. And because of his previous incidents with other teams, he probably definitely needed that money. Because I think he was on Tampa Bay for like the league minimum or something like that, just because no other team would pick him up. So that bonus that he was going to receive, he probably wanted that. He needed that, especially because of his lifestyle that he had before he wasn't getting big-time bread. Just a few years ago, he was, like, one of the highest-paid wide receivers in the NFL. So, you know, I, I see, like, if it's something like that where, like, dude, I'm right here, bro. All I need is three yards to get a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? And then you bench me, like, that's crazy. You muted it. You low. You know that that the coach didn't like him before this incident. Right. Did he know that though before he joined the team? Now you loud. <laughs> <laughs> he knew that. He knew that, but he had a special relationship with Tom Brady, which is the quarterback of the team from um, New England. They played in New England together for like one season or whatever. And Tom Brady was like, yeah, bring him on. Like even to the point of when it was time to go for him to go to Tampa Bay, uh, Antonio Brown hadn't had a, hadn't found a home yet. So Tom Brady was like, yeah, you can come stay with me. Okay. But the, the thing about that though, is you're playing with Tom Brady, but the coaches and the owner is, who, you know, determines whether or not you, are going to become one of the players, whether or not you're going to stay on the team and things of that sort. So coming to a team just on the strength of you being cool with one of the team players isn't really in your best interest if you know that one of the main coaches doesn't like you. No, we, no we're not going to just downplay it and say one of the team players. This is Tom Brady we're talking about. This is the he's, guy. He's still a team player, though. He still this is the have, guy. He still does determine who gets on the team and who doesn't. That's what I'm saying, though. You, you, the fuck when you join, because at the end of the day, no one person is is able to beat the whole other team. So, the coaches and the owners are the ones who decide. Hey, okay, I want him. I want him. Cut him. Cut him, or whatever the case may be. So, if you're coming onto a team just off the strength of you being cool with somebody that you know. And you know that the coach of that team doesn't like you. You kind of setting yourself up. But not that. Let me not downplay it. This is Antonio Brown. Still, right now, he is one of the best wide receivers in the league, out the league. Period. Any team, if if he knew how to behave, any team would give that man they they right arm, right leg, everything to have him on the team. That's how good he is, man. And it's it's proven. He's been that dude for uh, since he started. His his off the field antics and his antics during like he do stuff like a uh, go live in the middle of the uh, coach giving a speech. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of him paying attention to the, the speech, he'll go live and do stuff like that. Or or uh, something happened where it was a blow up with the team. He'll like go live and just go crazy talking about like how they need him and, and all that type of stuff. He A B, man. You know what I'm saying? So he do it. This one, this one is a tricky situation for me because it's a lot of uh things in play. Okay, so and what we'll get back to those things. Oh, go ahead, I was, go ahead. I was like, I was gonna say, so what are some of the issues then that led up to this being the quote unquote boiling point or straw that broke the camel's back to make him just walk off in the middle of the of the of the game? I have no idea. That's the part nobody's heard yet. That's the part that nobody's heard yet. We don't like because nobody is talking about what happened during the week or in the locker room or any of that stuff. 
And it's crazy because uh, Tom Brady was like his biggest supporter. And then after the game at the press conference, Tom Brady started saying stuff like, oh, yeah, maybe he's not right mentally. And I, you ain't never talked about that man like that, bro. See that there goes that you ain't never talked about that man. <laughs> there goes that disassociating yourself from the person because now they not living up to um the persona that you portray to the team to have him come on in the first place. True. True. I'm, I'm let's go ahead and get us people some music real quick and we'll come on back. All right. Y'all don't go nowhere. Gonna give y'all some tunes. Ain't that ain't that's why y'all here? Yeah. 
what you gonna do with that? Hey, That's what you trying to do with it. You know I know what to do with it. You know I can keep the secret. I don't know nothing. I can see who did it. I just stuck two cones. So I peeked at him. I'ma let go. All I fuck with is family. Y'all can see his blood. No, so who with it? Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm out traveling. Kind of feel like outcast saying sorry to me. And I apologize, I'm like you feel like, like a homicide Say she get it from her parents, got her daddy money And she got her mama died Spinning bitches like a hug gag You might never get your love back Feel a switcher with a dub sack She gon' eat my switcher, my dub sack Sparking up when the club pack is back in my old ways I'm keeping security cause we've been locked this back in the old days So walk up in the club Back to fuck them up Sorry, I'm not sorry Getting that money, your whole lot of cash But what you gon' do with the bag? She won, me too. Check her off the list. But this here, it called Okay, yo, hey, yo. Yay! We back, y'all. We back. Appreciate y'all for sticking around. On uh, top today, we talking about this Antonio Brown situation. Uh, he's not in the NFL anymore currently for doing some what some people think is uh making a bonehead move or you know. But like I say, I think we need to get all the details before we can make a decision on how we feel about this. Like I understand that. The way he did it and the antics behind it, yeah, that was probably a little bit overboard, but it was probably deserved, man. It, it was probably deserved. When, when you get to talking about Bruce Arians, man, like it was probably deserved, man. He, he he didn't like Antonio Brown from the jump. But Antonio Brown is a weapon, bro. So even if he didn't like him, even if he didn't like him, that's a weapon. And your quarterback, which is the quarterback, said get him. What are you going to do about that? I don't know. I just think that, you know, the NFL technically is a job, basically, you know, because that's how they make their money. Your athletes, that's your job. I mean, granted, there are athletes that have other things that they do on the side, like nonprofits. They have, uh, what what are those things called? Um, they, you know, make deals with uh foundations like, and stuff um, nike and you know adidas endorsements and, and, uh, endorse, there you go. endorsements endorsements um so they have all of these other things too that they do on the side um outside of their quote-unquote main job when it comes to the nfl but okay. again that's why i said i think it's, it's it is just like if you were um when you work a job um uh, so basically they're they are um a contract employee okay when you work a job, most jobs will provide some type of benefit. So whether that's dental, medical, you know what I'm saying, all that, uh, workman's comp and FMLA, you know, um, leave and all that kind of stuff. Now, for the NFL, one, yes, y'all provide, um, you know, uh, physical uh, or mm-hmm. I should say medical, I should say benefits because, you know, it's a rough sport. But they forget about the mental health of the players. And I think that they should take that into account and make that just as important. And not just for the players, but the coaches, too. Um, and I think that, you know, we, we out here talking about diversity and inclusion and all this other kind of stuff. And yet, when it comes to these teams, they they actually um, kind of – are on the side more of the owners and the coaches like they ain't never in the wrong you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. so when it comes to how they treat their players they ought to be reprimanded for that as well y'all reprimand the players for everything that they do misconduct outside of the game and and you know i'm saying what they do on the field um and things of that sort and yet i don't ever see anybody reprimanding coaches for how they treat players especially if you're if you know that a coach has some type of vendetta or feel some type of way about one of the players and they treat them differently, um, talk down to them, mistreat them and things of that sort. That is the kind of stuff that ought to be, quote, unquote, um, 
I'll say addressed in the workplace. Okay. Usually when usually when a coach comes to a team, it's because uh the general manager or, or in and or the owner chose this person for some particular reason. Like most of the time it's oh, this this cool. People get hired because they cool a lot of times, or whether they can like be a good coach for that, that team, you know what I'm saying? Like I I've seen it where like y'all know damn well y'all shouldn't have hired this coach to coach this team. But y'all cool, so now he get the job. Like that's crazy. Danny said all those quote unquote benefit pack uh benefits uh still come out of our players' pockets. They do. Yeah, I mean they do, just like a job. Saying? I mean, you have to pay a premium, yeah. But at the end of the day, when it comes to when it comes to um when it comes to football, I mean, it ain't like y'all don't have the means to make sure that they have y'all got ready made doctors and physical therapists and all this other kind of stuff on at every game. Y'all ought to have those mental health therapists there too, or make sure that they are meeting a requirement, just like um the police force, for instance. No, we ain't even gonna get really get on them, but they yes, they require you to pass a um psychological exam to, you know what I'm saying, to make it onto the police force, but they don't ever do follow-up and require that. They only require it if you um kill somebody in the line of duty. You know what I'm saying? Because they mm-hmm. think that that's gonna make up, you know, mess up your psychological you know, so but but think about all the things that they see in between that time when they are not, you know, saying discharging their weapons. So, right. Um, same thing with football. You have kids coming from the hood um, into uh, the NFL and really into any type of industry that um, requires uh, a lot of time, attention, and puts you in a limelight where you are famous dang near instantly. I mean, that's a complete change. You don't know how to manage money. You don't know how to not allow it to consume you and get so caught up in what you have and the rah, rah, rah and, and the love that you you lose yourself. So that ought to be something that the NFL um, makes sure that the players have on hand and a requirement that they have to meet at least monthly. And the the coaches as well uh, as far as, again, how they treat their players because at the end of the day, yeah, they're paying you, but as a team, there's power in numbers. If an entire team was to walk off, what they going to do? You can find them, yeah, but you ain't got no team to play. You know what I'm saying? An entire team, you can't make them get on get on the field. What you going to do, arrest them? You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't do that. So if, if there is power in numbers, if team members would come together and uh, demand or set up certain, you know, standards that they expect from those who they are um, who they are receiving instruction from, from those who are they respecting to help them, you know what I'm saying, win the championship and things of that, of that sort, then the coaches ought to uh, extend that same respect to those who are making them money. And because and, in essence, without the team, without the players, they don't have no paychecks. Mm-hmm. Without the fans buying tickets, they don't have no paychecks. That's true. This I, I've also thought about the whole um, whole team uh, walking off thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to sit back and think about the fact that all players on the team ain't on the same level. So some players might be in the league for uh, five, six years already. So they done got a check for five, six years. But you also got them rookies that come in who been – training their whole life for this. They didn't get picked in the first round. So they don't get the good check that the rookies in the first round get picked. They don't get the same check. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it ain't going to be no real walking off. If, like, this is what I did <laughs> for my whole life to support my my family. Hey, I got too many people depending on me to just quit my job, like, for real. Well, so that's when it, it come in that, like, like, yeah, somebody could probably try to persuade you, like, yeah, it's going to be better after this but like you ain't trying to hear that bro like you've been like getting tackled and tackling dudes for 20 years with no check now you finally got to the level where you can get the check you ain't finna just quit your job like for real so but here's the thing even in um even in in business because this this is attributed to life but even in business if you if you don't stand for something, you're going to file for anything. True. You can't complain about 
the treatment that you're getting and you're not willing to do anything about it because people can only treat you, you know what I'm saying, the way that you allow them to. And unfortunately, they do treat players like they are uh, property, like they own them, like they are commodities. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah, especially and, in the NFL. But here's the thing, though. What if the if the NFL players really understood the power that they have, understanding that there is no NFL without them, you can have all the coaches and owners and managers in the world, but if they don't have nobody to manage, nobody to coach, uh, then they're they're just managers and coaches. Without them, there is no NFL. Period. So, I mean, you're going to tell all the people that play football to stop playing football, though? That's what I'm saying. No, like, because saying, the I'm NFL is that. the epitome of the, it's the sport epitome of next man up. I'm not That's why their rosters are so huge. I'm they got 53-man rosters. Yeah, I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, is if the players come together and um, they, like, boycott their game, let's say one or two games or whatever, until you meet our demands, until y'all set up rules – for you know um for management and for coaches and stuff to show us the same respect you know what i'm saying that we show you or they be reprimanded and fined and stuff like y'all be doing us then we not playing what they gonna do because you're not gonna be able to pull a whole team together and get them and get them ready in the middle of a season you can't do that so they're going to have to meet your demands period because it's all about money they're gonna want that money so guess what they're going to be forced to then meet those expectations period and if you do it again we'll walk off again like you gotta mm-hmm. at some point um when it comes to issues like this the power is in the numbers it ain't just in one person i mean look at the I movie. Get, look I, at look at look at what colin kaepernick did just the one it took him to start it you know what i'm saying and it wasn't until everybody started catching on to then that, oh now people want to listen I, I get your take. It's it's damn near impossible to do that in the NFL. I promise you, it's damn near impossible. Reason being, if your whole team walk out, they have a whole practice team that help them get ready for the game every week so they know all the plays. <laughs> They're going to just put the practice team in the uniforms. Practice team ain't getting no check. They're going to give them a boost in pay and be like, y'all represent this team until such and such them come to their senses or whatever. But it's hard. It's so hard to do that in the NFL. And I'm not – I'm with you. Like, I wish the players could find a way to, like, like get the power back from the owners because the NBA is different. The powers yeah. in the players in the NBA for real, but in yeah. football, the owners got old everything, man. It's hard, it's and hard it's, it's, because, it's, it's, like it's, I said, the roster is the roster is a 53 man roster. Well, okay, That's 53 dudes you got to convince not to go to work. <laughs> so, okay, so one of your listeners, Danny, he says that's because. Be- that's because of that majority rule that apply in life. Most people can be bought no matter what. Morals has come second to cash lately, sadly. That is true. He said and there's always Lil Wayne ass players. There's always Lil Wayne ass players uh, that think like, well, it ain't me. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. But I think it'd be a little bigger than that for those dudes though, man. Like I said, it's hard to get an NFL, man. Like this it's physical. Like it's the most yeah. physical sport, period, man. It's hard to get in there. If you feel like, oh, I didn't train for this for 20 but, years, bro, and now I got my shot, bro. Like, it, here's, I, here's, I don't think I could just close the door on this. I, after I hit my dream and I got my shot, I got my check, I can take care of my people. I can't just, ooh, I can't just walk away from this. Like, I did exactly what I was doing this to do. But at what cost? See, this is this is where, oh, this is where. No, I'm talking, I'm speaking for the dudes that just got in the league that didn't get the good rookie salary starting out. I'm talking about fourth round, fifth round picks that got bare minimum. I understand. You know what I'm saying? So is, that money, that's, that's probably just a little bit more money than, what they make it a job to be honest you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is where that what i said comes into play before when i was saying well didn't he know that the coach didn't like him before he came on the team so here's here's the thing whenever you Absolutely. are going out for looking for another job or you're starting your own company you know what i'm saying or or you know what i'm saying um you you, you working for you've been you know going to school you got these degrees and you finally get the the dream job or career and stuff that you wanted you still don't sacrifice your well-being, your mental health, your security for money. 
because you can be cut from that team at any time. You're replaceable in their eyes. But so that's why I said players need to realize their value. Unfortunately, African-American players put so much stock into money because society teaches us that we are nothing without money. And that is not true. Money came by you happiness. It came by you mental stability. It came by it can buy you a house, cars, clothes, and that's it. Meanwhile, you, the richest people in the world, some of the richest people in the world are some of the most miserable people in the world. Still getting locked up, still on drugs, still having trouble with, with the law, still, you know what I'm saying, running into problems with the IRS. Still, I mean, some of the most miserable people in the world can't keep a, uh, uh, can't keep a, um, uh, a spouse. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Got all these kids mm. that you ain't taking care of. Like all, all of these, all this money in the world, and we still we see this, but we act like it's like it's not a, a, a issue. You know what I'm saying? We act like it's normal, like it's supposed to come with all of that. True. I hear you. Hold that point though, man. Oh, wait a minute. Got a comment. Uh Denny said that's exactly what's been happening with these teams that were supposed to be good. The great players sit, then the scabs figure like, oh, it's now or never, and they take it and run with it. They take everything, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that you offer them, because scabs do just that. They cover up for the play, the real players that were supposed to be playing. Like the same way it worked on the job, the NFL has the same thing. I don't know if you've seen a movie called Re- The Replacements before, but that's exactly what happened. The whole team quit. They hired a whole new team. <laughs> they just recruited a whole bunch of dudes that used to play and uh, like played in college or just was big and, and had athletic backgrounds in, in a certain field, and they put a whole team together. So they they can do it, and the NFL has the money to just pull a whole new team off the street. For real. But, you know, y'all stay tuned. We finna get into some more music and hit y'all with some commercials real quick because we got a lot of stuff to offer y'all. So don't go nowhere, man. Be right back.
just wrote another love song. This ain't no love song. This ain't no love jones. Hold up, baby, hold on. What do you do when the love's gone? I guess you just move on, then. I did everything just to make you happy. If I said it, I meant it, I made it happen. And all these love songs that we play too much. Just wasn't it nothing, you gave it up. Nah. You ain't gotta be perfect. No. But you gotta be worthy. But you keep running away. Now it seems like you have nothing to say. Can't believe I wrote another love song about you. But I'm doing much better without you. But that this time with you will be different. But it good with religion. Hey, Tripping. And I wrote this and hoping that you will miss But it probably would not make a difference That's why I, I, I Can't believe I wrote another love song Can't believe I wrote another love song Turn your New Year's resolution into a lifestyle. Get ready for Impactful Fitness Presents Operation Move event. It's going down Saturday, February 5th, 2022 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Spotlight Indie Event Center located at 5060 East 62nd Street, Suite 100. Tickets are only $20. Music, demos, vendors, snacks, live classes, networking, and more. A portion of the proceeds go towards the MOVE organization. Ready, set, go. Get your tickets right now at impactfulfitnessllc.com. Serenity Empire and YizorTV.com presents the Valentine's Day Comedy Show with headliners T.P. Hearn as seen on BET and Def Comedy Jam featuring Louisville's Meech Dog, Lil Stephanie, Indy's own Denise the Comedian, and the original DJ Flip. Hosted by Robert Sweaty Hands Day, it's going down February 11th at 8 p.m. inside the ballroom located at 7055 East 16th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. Doors open at 7 p.m. General admission is $20. Table seats are $30. VIP is $40. Get your celebrity comedian meet and greet tickets for only $10. Meet and greet begins at 5.30. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Pictures will not be allowed after the show. Get your tickets now at simplyserenityempire.com. That's simplyserenityempire.com. Temperature checks and masks will be required to enter. COVID rules will be reinforced. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. You. It's for you. Can you sing it with me, baby? Can you sing it with me? Book your next event at the Gallery Event Center. The 1,600-square-foot space offers packages and a la carte services and items. All packages include tables, chairs, projector, and screens, a 60-inch Apple TV, wireless microphone, 
a kitchenette, EV speaker system with surround sound, so no DJ is needed. Cell phone charging station and plenty of parking. Birthday parties, baby showers, bridal showers, pop-up shops, and more. Book now at thegalleryeventcenter.com or call 317-534-6399. Or take a tour at 5852 East 82nd Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, the Gallery Event Center. Book your event with us today. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's a lot of good stuff coming, man. Make sure y'all book at the Gallery Event Center, man. Make sure y'all check out Relationshipology coming this week. Hey, you excited, Lady J? You muted. You know it. <laughs> but keep keep muted. good. Keep ready. Yeah, he ready. He ready too. You know, he he been a guest right, on 50 million right. shows on, on this mug. Uh, we got another guest coming in. Shouts out to Keith Old Mom, man. Huh? Oh, okay. Your 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 volume extra low. I don't know why you keep playing with the stuff over there, man. Leave it, leave it alone. Man, but it's all good. We gonna get it together. But if y'all just not tuning in, we was talking about that Antonio Brown situation. You know what I'm saying? Like like what might have led to it? Um, what are some of the circumstances that? Brought this situation to a head and, and made it into what it is now. I'm talking about I uh, got your boy Six from uh Hold Out of Dumb. He's in the back room. Come on, bro. Let's holler. Let's holler about it. Yeah. Yo. Hey, yo. You good? Yes, sir. I'm always good, bro. How you doing, bro? I'm decent, man. I'm decent, man. Appreciate you for hopping in, man. So you, uh, the latest development with the Antonio Brown thing, man, uh, this dude rapping, man. <laughs> this dude rapping, man. He he hey. quit he quit football and he was in the club in New York performing this new song. Like two yeah. days later, I'm like, what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> that shit was fucking. Um, oh man, you can't be. Hey, this prime time show, right? I forgot to tell oh, my you. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. That was it. Was it was a preemptive strike. You feel me? I'm saying he 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 peeped what was going on behind the scenes already. Mm-hmm. So he had, he he decided to get his ducks in order before he knew he knew they was going to screw him over in some way or fashion. True. So um, he decided go ahead. My bad. No, nah, so this is the thing though. This this the the other part of the situation that has me a little bit like I'm 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 at odds cuz you know Tom Brady is known for getting dudes they money. Like when right. it when it comes to like those clauses and contracts and stuff like that. Tom Brady yeah. would throw you the ball till you get paid. For real, for real. He's like the, the number one. That's that he he like take a pay cut because I'm gonna get you the bonus. You know what I'm saying? He literally, he literally just did it with Gronk. Literally just did it with Gronk the last game. They right. take less money on your contract, and I'm gonna guarantee you I'll get you all these endorsements. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and he he do it. So, so I don't know. Ahead. I don't know if I don't know why Antonio Brown thought that that wasn't gonna happen for him, and they had one more game too. That's the it thing. Wasn't. They had they still had one more game. It wasn't the fact that he had one more game. He he knew he was going to get that, you know what I'm saying, his guarantee and all that other stuff. The, the point was he was hurt. Like, he knew that he was hurt. When players mm-hmm. are hurt, they know that they are hurt. You know what I mean? He had bone fractures in his foot, in his mm-hmm. ankle, shall I say. And um, they was telling the coaches was telling him, get back out there. What are you doing? Because it was a close game. We need you. We need our number one, number two receiver. We need y'all out there. Get out there. And play play through the pain, play through that that, that the shot, play through the um you you knowing your body, mm-hmm. play through it. And he was like, "Nah, just let me sit out. I got another game. You know what I'm saying? If I want to get my incentives, I can get that the next game. I got Tom Brady over here. You know what I'm saying, but it was you either get on the field or you're done. And I, I, I think with, it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. With, dealing with a, a, a type of person that he is, they should know that. And he wasn't always like that. When he got that big hit, that's when he really started acting up. That CTE stuff really comes into our hand then. They don't, like I said, the NFL don't want to, they don't want to acknowledge that because right. they, 
now they got to answer questions that they don't want to have to answer. How much money they gonna have to pay out, man? If exactly. like the CTE stuff like really come out and and play a lot of players start coming forward and stuff like that, bro. They finna have to pay a million people. Exactly. A million. You know what I'm saying, but I'm, all, I'm I digress from that that standpoint of it. We're gonna go back to um, his situation. You know what I'm saying? In general. Mm-hmm. Not in general, but his situation specifically. Um, he oh, felt wait, like... Wait, wait a minute. One more, one more quick point about CTE and him getting that hit. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm on his side to a certain extent, but I, I can't not, not talk about this one thing. Remember when he first got to uh, uh, the Raiders and they had issues with him because they changed the helmets to protect better? He had an issue with how his helmet was designed, you know what I'm saying? Because he was like, oh, my helmet been like this all this time. You know what I'm saying? He wanted like a, a thinner type helmet, you know what I'm saying? So this dude was just, his head know, shook bro. up. It was shook up after that. Yeah. He was dazed. I know you saw what, you know what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're I'm talking about. To, yeah, he was, he was shook up. Like he got literally laid out. It was a dirty hit. He got laid out. Like this man, his whole career, he never got hit like that. You know what I'm saying that's, that's what he get paid for. Most people, so that's what he get paid for. He's a warrior on the field, blah, blah. He's a gladiator. Yeah, that is. But your, your brain still works a certain way. Right. And so I don't care how much you get paid for. Your brain still works a certain way. If it get hits a certain way, you're unable to function the same way that you were able to function before. Because he was True. not like that before. True. He was True. not like that before. And people gonna sit up there. And they gonna sit up there and pull pictures from his social media page from when he was younger. Who in the world ain't got stupid pictures on their social media from when they was younger? For real, we and that's got the thing that this world do, man. They try and make you live that mistake forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, I ain't even that same dude no more. Like, what? Exactly. Exactly. Go back so, to your other point though, because I was interested to hear where you was going. Yeah, what was with? Oh, <laughs> but he did it, and um, and he came to the realization once he was already shook up and everything, and everything calmed down. The adrenaline already, and people be like, "Oh, he ran off the field. That was adrenaline. That's all that was." But he still knew that he wasn't gonna able to perform any other time after this if he would have kept playing in that game. Mm-hmm. The coaches knew that. You know what I mean? Tom Brady ain't had nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying, but Tom Brady would have gave him the ball, period. Because that's the type of person he is. He has been. He would have gave him that ball, but the coaches was like, "Yeah, get out there," and management's like, "Put him out there." You know what I'm saying? He got these uh, fractured bones in his foot. He ain't gonna. He ain't got too much damage to do. And when um, he do get in next game, he might not be active because him playing in this game right now, these last few minutes. Is gonna hinder him from playing in the next game. He might be inactive. Now, guess what? Those that that one um uh, what is um a thirty three in the third. Those yards, what it was yards, a touchdown and um, catches, mm-hmm. what it equaled up to a million dollars. He's not gonna be able to collect that, even though that million dollars that he would have collected was menial to those owners. It was still a a million dollars they didn't have to pay to another player. That's true. So they they really relished in the fact that he did what he did, and he actually acknowledged that what he did wasn't it, it, it probably wasn't the right way to go about it. True, true, true. So uh, what a lot of people don't understand about like football, especially being in the wide receiver position, it's a lot of sharp. Hard cuts that you got to do with your ankles, man. And football shoes, not football cleats, not made like basketball (laughs) shoes where they like protect your ankle from doing certain moves and stuff like that. No, they got to be able to make them cuts to to get open and stuff like that. So like you can't really play when your ankle ain't doing what you wanted to do, and that's what (laughs) you've been doing with your ankles. You know what I'm saying? Like because I seen uh. And this man, he made me mad with this man because he he one of my best dudes to watch, man. But I don't know, it, it seemed like he changing. Um, I was watching Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Shannon Bayless. Sharp. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> Shannon, Shannon was like, "Man, 
Yeah, who who haven't had that type of injury? Man, you just shoot it up and keep going. Shannon, you was a tight end, bro. You was a tight end. You was nowhere near as fast as Antonio Brown, and you didn't never make any of the cuts that Antonio Brown used to make, bro. Like with speed, without slowing down. So you know, and that like like I said, I don't want to be mad at Shannon. That's my guy. I do. That's my guy. But some of the stuff he been saying lately, bro, I be like, bro, what are you doing? You Stephen A. Smith and us now? <laughs> don't you Stephen hey, A. Smith us now, bro? When you're wrong, you're wrong. I don't I don't care who you are. When you're wrong, you're wrong. True. I'm saying that's my guy. That's your guy. I I mess with uh with uh Shannon Sharp. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what I mean? That this dude, like this dude, uh, AB, he's one of those generational receivers. Mm-hmm. Like you got receivers that cuts, they make cuts all the time. You got receivers that's just street players. You got slot receivers. You know what I'm saying you got uh blocking receivers. This dude AB was all of those mm-hmm. until he got rocked with a dirty hit. Until he got rocked with that dirty hit. I'm trying to who, who was against who was against uh the, the Bengals. I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. It, it was a um a divisional um team. Probably was the Bengals. If I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But until he got rocked like that, he was that all-around player. He was that slot receiver you needed. He was that receiver that you that that's gonna block for you. You know what I'm saying? Your, your quarterback, your your running back. He was that receiver that was gonna get you uh street plays. He running straight down the field, burning all DBs. Big Ben was able to rely on him, period. He got rocked, his mind got fried. I guess, and, I guess. And, that's, and that's just something that happened. And all these people, oh, he, you playing football, this is a man's sport, blah, blah, blah. If you got those little um, ticky-tack um, bone fragments in your foot, are you serious? How, you cannot cut in and out with those ticky-tack bone fragments loose in your foot. It hurts. Uh, Mark Brooks say, come on, bro. He didn't go to the trainer's table now one time. It was the third quarter, and he magically couldn't go anymore after complaining about not getting catches. Eh, that do seem a little suspect. And uh, somebody answered your question. It was the Bengals. Uh, Vontaze Burfett. Yeah. Cincinnati, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't about complaining about getting catches. He didn't need – he needed less than what, – what he needed. Um, I, I think it was like 33 yards or something like that. Yeah, one catch. One catch, 33 yards, and a touchdown. And a oh, touchdown. One catch in the touchdown when it came in the same play. Exactly. So if this, <laughs> so if this, exactly. So if this man didn't think he was actually hurt and actually to uh been able to perform out there, it wasn't about his money. It was it was about the fact that he knew that his he knew what his body was. True. Sometimes we don't know what our body was. You Trosh know exactly what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, I broke my arm and I still was out there catching passes. Yeah, that adrenaline pumping, man. You don't it feel was, that stuff till exactly. after, bro. And, and what but happened? You still feel it, different. It scarred me for for almost a year. <laughs> it's I knew my I knew something was going on with my elbow, but I didn't know what exactly what it was. But it sat me down for a whole year after that. Say why why didn't he see the trainer? Hey, but, but Mark, but Mark, this is what you gotta this is what you gotta understand. You already know how as far as the trainers work for the team, bro. They don't work for the players, so the trainer. They, it's probably a lot of uh, undue pressure. I'm, I'm, I'm almost hundred percent sure that it's pressure from all the coaches, the other players on the team, the trainers, the owners, the the general managers. Like, yeah, we need you in there. We need you in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not finna tell that man to go sit down, bro. They finna be them, like, no, hey, we need you up in there, bro. What is them is all about the team. I didn't mean to cut you off, Charles, but with not them, really. it's all about the team. You know what I'm saying? It's all about team. That's why 90% of these players in the league, whether it's NFL, NBA, um, the MLB, MLS, whatever it is, that's why they always have their own physicians they always go to. 
Yep, because when you go to one of them team doctors, you will know that team doctor going to push you mm -hmm. back faster than you ready to come back yep. and all that. They're going to act like your injury not as uh, serious as it really is. All everything in the team best uh interest, man. That bro, man, look. They not getting paid by you. They getting paid by the team. They getting paid by the team to keep the best players on the field at all time at all mm -hmm. costs. That's mm -hmm. why. You know what I'm saying? You not go Who's to say he didn't go see the um the team physician? Who's to say he didn't go see that? In the back? Yeah. They talking about he talking about these talking about why he ain't go under the tent. Why he ain't going to the tent on the sideline? You know when saying? he went to the sideline, who did he talk to? Who did he tell that he's not able to go out on the field? I remember that part. I just they know a few players. They had, they had that conversation. A few players uh, tried to talk to him, and then uh, I seen Bruce Arians hollering at him from like exactly. by the field. You know what I'm saying? That, like that head coach. Like if you don't want to play, get, get out of here. Then you know what I'm saying? Head like, coach Bruce Arians. Like man, head coach. Say less. And guess what the head coach want? The best players on the field. Mm -hmm. Even Take though, even shot. if he don't like them, even if you don't like Antonio Brown, <laughs> you know he was your best chance to probably to win that game. Even though y'all still won the game, he was probably your best chance. Who it just so happened that y'all won the game. Bruce Arians didn't know this rookie was going to catch uh, the, the, the um, winning uh, touchdown pass. He didn't know this. Really dope. He didn't know this. He was banking on Antonio Brown plan on that messed up foot that he had to go out there and give this team the best even if even if they didn't even if Brady didn't even pass him the ball he knew that he was going to be a distraction the other team didn't know um AB's foot was messed up so he's going to be a distraction if he was going to double team him somebody else is going to be open he told the head coach not the trainer not the position coach not the offensive coordinator the head coach is they boss though, well, to Mark, be honest. Right, exactly. Mark, <laughs> you you're absolutely right. But that's what it is. It's um what is it called? Um the hierarchy. Um, I mean the, the head coach, he he the boss goes, of all of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is it called? Uh trying to think of the exact words. Um because <laughs> we use that in the military. Uh just I'm just gonna say the supply chain. The hierarchy, dude. I just say the hierarchy. Yeah. That's, that's how it go. You go, you you start up and they work your way down. You don't just go to no uh, position coach and then tell them, oh, Bruce Arians, I don't think he going to tell me. No, you start at the top first. Over there in football, when you're getting paid millions of dollars, you start at the top first. The head coach is supposed to be the person that's looking out for all of his players' well-being. And see, that's his, his comment now. Uh, he said, A.B. can't get the benefit of the doubt. He's done too much, way too much. And that's what has me at odds. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this just like another thing where he acted now? Or was it really like a serious uh, situation that just blew up on national TV? That's that's why I was at odds at, because we know his past. We, right. we know his past. So you can't just remove that out the equation because he said something about, oh, it was uh, about making a few plays and getting some money or whatever. You can't just... Erase his whole past, but still, like, what if he was telling the truth? They, yeah. See, they not trying to. They, they, they won. They was banking on that to happen anyway. For sure, you know man. So they banking like most of the people bank on your past. Like the media, I'm gonna go to this. The media, when X Y dude get in trouble out there, and then something happened to him, first thing they're gonna go up there and do is bring up his past. That True. stuff could happen ten years ago. Right, that's dude. what he was looking for, chain of command. That's the word you was looking for? Yeah, chain of command. Yeah, that's exactly what I was okay. looking for. Perfect, Mark. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? That's, said, that's how it go. He said chain of command, and that's not how they do it. If you're injured, you go to the trainer. The trainer talks to the position coach. The position coach talks to the head coach. And hey, that's too much time but to be saying, like, oh. I, it was hey, like, what, what it was, like <laughs> two minutes left in the game? No. Four minutes or something like that? No, I don't think. I think it was like the third quarter. Was it third quarter? Yeah, I think it was like the third quarter. His <laughs> his pass was last week. <laughs> he said, "Bro, his pass was last week. Like he just <laughs> did something. It was Bro. though when he had the fake vaccine card. Yeah, he, <laughs> hey, he been doing stuff, man. Hey, he been doing stuff. Ain't nobody hopping on Aaron Rodgers' um pass where he had the the um." Not the fake, uh, the fake pass, but the, um, the, uh, the, the not answering the questions directly. Yeah, he he made up his own terminology to to with 
to say it and not say it at the same time. But yeah, he's still doing this. But that's Aaron Rodgers versus A B. That's True. the difference. True. That's the difference. That's a, right that's there. a white QB versus a black wide receiver. That's the difference. Because right Aaron Rodgers smug too. Aaron Rodgers too. Aaron Rodgers literally said he said that he faked a, a toe injury to not playing the game. That's cool. But we gonna um we gonna we gonna follow this situation, man. I wanna see I wanna see how it turned out. I wanna see um like when when the real story hit, like what really happened, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think we can just take all the blame on Bruce Arians like that, man. For real, bro. Everybody know he 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 a a hole, man. For real. I'm gonna tell so. you, I'm gonna tell you, Tros. Both of them are, both of them got fought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but A A B, I'm not taking up for this dude completely at all. But I'm just I'm reading into it. He actually did come out and say that maybe he went about the things the wrong way. Right. So until mm-hmm. Bruce Arians able to come and admit his fault too, I'm mm-hmm. taking it as he he got something to hide. True. True. Man, I appreciate you for hopping on here with me real quick, man, to talk about the situation. But, you know what I'm saying, since we're done talking about other dudes, we're going to say great things about me, you know, because, uh, yeah, your boy won a... Uh, your boy won the events team member of the year for JQLM Radio and Eagle Entertainment, bro. I'm out go. here doing things, man. Man, shouts out to myself. Uh, yeah, I'm out here yeah. doing things. You know what I'm talking about? Showing up, uh, making making things work for the station and the company as a whole. You know, we 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 growing, we we moving. Um, and I'm just excited to be on this team. And also, also the JQLM Radio Radio Show of the Year was the Fat Girl Chronicles. You already know. With your girl Leah Rochelle, your boy Trosh, your other boy the mouth. You know what I'm saying? We killed it for 2021. Coming back for a repeat in 2022. Um, make sure y'all go follow JQLM Radio, Ego Entertainment, Facebook, Instagram. Ah, uh, why she always leave me with this part without my literature? Without my literature. Follow your boy Trosh on everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh JQLM Radio on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Ego Entertainment. It's all on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Follow us. We do follow back. Go follow, like, share, all that. Talk about it. Get the word out because the station dope. The company dope as a whole. Man, and I'm just happy to be back. And I'm going to catch y'all next week. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's your boy, Trosh. Trosh. I just need some, I just need some love Tired of f***ing with these lying niggas, baby, I just need a thug Won't you be my plug, ayy, you could be the one, ayy Can start with a handshake, baby, I'ma need more than a hug Girls can't never say they want it, girls can't never say how Girls can't never say they need it Girls can't never say nah Girls can't never say they want it Girls can't never